Welcome to Questions for Craig. I'm Susanna Sanfilippo, a registered yoga instructor here in Portland, Maine with Craig Williamson, ready to discuss one of your questions. Craig is a bodywork therapist and educator and the author of Muscular Retraining for Pain-Free Living, published by Shambhala Publications. If you have a question for Craig, go to craigwilliamson.net and click on the homepage link that says Questions for Craig. Okay, we have a question for Craig. Today's question comes from a listener whose physical therapist said that she has a tight psoas. And the listener is wondering if you have any ideas on how her psoas got tight. What does it mean? Um, and maybe if there's anything that you would suggest that she could do to loosen it up. So. The psoas muscle is a uh, sometimes called the hip flexor so it goes from starts uh, or connects the inside of the top of your leg to the entire lumbar spine which is the lower back the part of the spine between your pelvis and your rib cage so it so it travels so there's one on the left there's a psoas muscle on the left side of your spine and one on the right side so when people say my psoas is tight, do they probably they should be a little clearer about my left side psoas is tight or my right or how do you even characterize right two sided muscle? Well, there are two muscles. It's like you have a a right arm and a left arm. Okay, right, it's like that. Okay. So, um, and they you know one connects to your left leg, connects your spine to your left leg. The other one connects your right side of your spine to your right leg. And there's another muscle called the iliacus that connects the, the starts at the same place at the top of the inside of your leg, and, and that connects to the front of your pelvis. So together, both of them have the function of lifting up your leg as if you were marching, that's, and that's called hip flexion. Okay. okay? And, and hip extension would be the moving in the opposite direction. Uh, for example, moving your leg behind you. Uh, you know, the opposite of, of, of flexion would be extension. So the psoas is a hip flexor. So what would make it things. tight? Well, by tight, probably the physical therapist means that it is contracted or it's tense. That's what I'm, I'm going to assume that's what is meant there. So it means that the so as muscle is not relaxing enough, or perhaps it's it's tense all the time, either one of them or both of them, and that uh, so that's so the question is how did it one of the parts of the question is how did it become tight? Yes. Right. Uh, or maybe another question is why why does that matter? Right. What's significant about that? Right. It, the so as muscle because it. it because it connects uh, two such central parts of important parts of your body, it's involved not only with flexing your leg, your, your hip, or you know, picking up your leg, but it's involved with the stability of your spine and your pelvis because it connects your leg to your spine and the iliacus, which I'm going to include here because it's potentially also tight. That connects your, your leg to your pelvis that your spine and your pelvis and your legs are all around your center of gravity, uh, meaning the, the, the amount of balance, balance point in the middle of your body. So if 
those muscles, or if the psoas is tight, it's going, to, it's going to mean that your movement, your flexibility in the middle of your body is limited or affected somehow. Uh, it should be flexible as possible. Uh, and like, you know, the, in other words, your spine will be less flexible if your psoas is tight. Your hip won't move as easily if your psoas is tight. Uh, your pelvis will not move as easily or, uh, yeah, it will, it, will, it will be less flexible in its movement if it's your psoas is tight. So that, that, and all of that basically can end up meaning pain. Right. That was my next question. Is there, right. is, so there's pain involved? Yeah, that's the real issue probably is pain. So, uh, and it can manifest in hip or lower back or where else did you say? Yes, that's right. The lower back, uh, the hip. The groin, if some people say they have groin pain, mm -hmm. or if maybe uh, athletes as they have a, a groin, a pulled muscle, a groin muscle, that's usually either the psoas or the iliacus. <clears throat> um, or some people will even feel pain in their ab lower abdomen mm -hmm. occasionally. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen some women who said that they, they thought it was menstrual pain. Right. And in fact, it's a contracted psoas muscle. So, and there, there, there's connective tissue, or also known as fascia, that that's attaches the psoas muscle to other parts of the body that, that can also feel. So tightness can also be a result of that. So um, you said something that made me think of this question. So say this, the listener has a tight psoas. They're, they're not necessarily feeling pain in the psoas. They're feeling it somewhere else. Do, does, it, does the psoas ever hurt? Would you feel it? Is it? Some people that I've seen actually are describing, will describe a pain exactly where the psoas muscle is. Mm -hmm. uh, and other people who I've seen who do not, who describe pain somewhere else, but when their psoas muscle relaxes, the pain goes away. In other words, they describe uh, pain in the sacroiliac joint, which is in the back, mm -hmm. by the, the end of the tailbone, the back of the pelvis. Mm -hmm. And then if we do something, that a movement or an exercise, or something that causes the psoas muscle to relax a little bit, they'll say, oh, that pain is less or gone. Mm -hmm. So clearly the, the pain they felt somewhere else in their back, their body was, was, was as as a result of the psoas being tense. Mm -hmm. It's because the psoas attaches, and the iliacus attached to your spine, your pelvis, and your leg. So if they're uh, taut or tensed, they're going to be pulling on one of those parts of the skeleton. They're holding it still, and if they're held, the spine is held still or held in a fixed position and maybe not a good position, then... In, and the person is still up walking around doing things, there are other parts of their body are going to have to compensate for that by working more. So you use the word compensation, which remind me the listener was wondering how her psoas got that way. So is there, was something compensated? I guess, talk, can you talk? <laughs> you are talking. Can. can you explain about maybe your theories on how a psoas would get tight? Get tight. Right. Uh, one, uh, one common way that I've seen is as a result of an injury in the past, mm -hmm. for example, to uh, somewhere in the leg 
you know, knee injury, mm -hmm. ankle injury. Uh, An ankle injury would, would tighten up a muscle way, way, way far away from it? Well, because if the person still, if, if, if they still are trying to walk around or, or, you know, move somehow, or if it hurts, it depends what happened to them, how, how they recovered from that injury, mm -hmm. or if they did recover, or if it, are, if it still hurts a lot. Um, you know, there are reflexive, meaning you know, automatic muscular responses to pain mm -hmm. and also to changes in balance. If someone shifts their weight to their right leg because they, it hurts to put it on their left leg because they hurt themselves, um, then they're, potentially their psoas and other muscles might become more tense on the side where they're, they now put their weight. Hmm. And that doesn't that could go on for a long time before it becomes evident to somebody. They may not notice it at all, and then years later somebody might look and say, "Oh, look, your pelvis has shifted to the right," or something, you know, some op, some visible sign that something has changed. And sometimes it's because of, it's a reaction to an injury a long time ago. But so even though their ankle, say they hurt their ankle, and mm -hmm. and that made a, a strange pattern, and they're walking. Say the ankle got all better, how would, what, wouldn't the psoas or any muscle that got tightened because of that injury just go back to normal or its native self or what? Ide why? Ideally, it would. Ideally, it would, and and I it probably often it does. Mm -hmm. uh, I only see the people who have problems with it, so uh, I don't know how many times it happens and there's no problem. Right. You know, but uh, if. It, for various reasons, it may not go back to its original state. One might be that um, when the muscles, if it's been, if the psoas or any other muscle, if it's contracted for long enough, a person stops sensing it accurately. They stop actually feeling how much work, they, they lose their connection, their, their feeling connection, their, their kinesthetic awareness of that part of them is uh, diminished. So when their ankle's all better and they start walking around again, they aren't even conscious of the fact that they're tensing up the op their right side of their lower back, let's say. They don't, so be, since they don't feel it, they don't know what's happening. They have no evidence, of, nothing to tell them that, it's, that they're tensing up their right side of their lower back. Um, but because, they, because they, they lose their real... Um, their body just doesn't isn't able to relax it because they can't sense it. I mean that happens. That happens. Uh, the other possibility is that there is, uh, in a, if there emotional stress or repressed emotions of some kind, which is a, a whole another vector that comes in here, can also prevent the muscles from relaxing or returning to their usual state. Well, because I know, like, uh, sometimes when I get stressed out, I'll get um, terrifically tight shoulders, and other people hold tension maybe in their hips, and other people get headaches. So, um, right. with this, so do you think the listener perhaps is somebody that, so the whole, the psoas can be another place where we can, I guess we can hold tension in any muscle? Yes, right. And so the, the first question of how, how does it get that, is how does the psoas become tight? Right. And I, one answer is maybe a reaction to an injury. Another one, a big reason, is something to do with the psyche, with the person's emotions. 
or, or thoughts or beliefs that, the, that they have that cause some kind of emotional or existential distress that is very possibly uh, unconscious. The person doesn't know what's happening. Um, just, you know, programming, psychological programming from childhood that caused us to maybe uh, not be completely centered uh, in situations that we get into when you're an adult feeling pressure or, or fears, basically, things that provoke anxiety or fear, particularly. Because the, the startle response, which is a basic kind of protective, uh, you know, response that animals have, the, the, this reflexive kind of tightening up and uh, pulling the, the limbs in a bit, um, like, like, like in response to a loud noise, mm-hmm. for sure. example, right? Yeah. That, that, the psoas muscle is, is a huge muscle. You know, it goes from the abdominal diaphragm all the way down to the legs. It's all along the whole front of the lumbar spine and the pelvis. That will contract as a result of that startling. And um, and this, I mean, there, 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 there's many po- emotional, psychological possibilities for why some input that way that could cause that muscle to contract and just stay like that. It could be an actual physical accident that they had where they broke their ankle, or it could be absolutely just nothing physical at all. And in that sense, it could just be something that happened to the person, Some, something that provoked fear or... So um, that's a, that's a, so. it sounds like we probably answered the listener's uh, question about it sounds like you could get a tight psoas from some sort of physical injury from a, even a long time ago. Or some sort of psychological trauma, or maybe not even trauma, but... Right, just life, just, just, just responding to living, <laughs> right, responding in the world to living. we're living. Yeah. You know, the other possibility is that just the way they, which could be related to the other two or independent, is the way the uh, person carries, they carry themselves, specifically carry their pelvis and their spine, uh, sometimes called posture. Yes. But I don't like to use that word so much, but the way that person carries themselves, the positioning of the pelvis and the spine could be one in which uh, encourages the psoas muscle to shorten or not be used fully. Mm-hmm. And, in a, in, and, and if it stays like that, the person carries themselves that way long enough, it will just, uh, the muscle will tighten from just being in that position habitually. It's more of a habit. And, and so how we carry ourselves can be because of an injury or because of psychological factors as well, right? Right, right. Okay. Yeah, yes. Or it could be, you know, uh, I guess even, you know, um, yes, everything's, all of those are possible. And also uh, habits of sitting, even. Uh, that's not the whole picture, but if someone gets in a habit of sitting a certain way, you know, rolling their pelvis backward, uh, that will contribute. All right. So it sounds like there's a lot of um, interconnections, interrelatedness about uh, tense psoas, tense muscles, relaxation. Um, Anything else? I think that probably covers it. And uh, if, if you need a more thorough explanation or if there's some avenue that you heard that you would like more clarification on, uh, we would love to delve into any and all uh, subjects are, we're pretty open to. So um, let us know.
No, thank you. You have been listening to Questions for Craig with Craig Williamson. If you have a question that you would like Craig to address, please send it to craig at somaticintegration.com. Learn more about Williamson muscular retraining at somaticintegration.com.